Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Um, obviously, I'm your boy, Chris Conscious. We're doing our thing. As always, you know, being out here in these streets, uh, today's going to be a good podcast. It's, it's, it's going to be a little bit more serious, not as folly-ish as I'm normally. And um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but not as um, folly-ish as normal, but not. Um, but it's a serious topic because obviously we know that in the last few days on Sunday, uh, Kobe passed away from a tragic helicopter accident, um, him with his daughter. Um, and I want to be talking about that today, you know, um, uh, also going to be talking about grief, um, dealing with the loss of a loved one and stuff like that today. And also tell you a little bit about my personal story, dealing with loss of loved ones. So, um, it's going to be an awesome show. I really want you to stay tuned before I get, before we get on with the show, make sure that you guys are going to like and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're on YouTube watching this, please hit the notification bell. And now they changed that. So you got to make sure that you're putting your notification bell and say all so that you know that I can um, so you know when I'm always posting and what videos are coming up um, I really appreciate that make sure you follow me on all of my social medias I really appreciate that that's Chris uh, that's the Wiley life cypher on the block and also with Chris conscious if uh, you will um, and hey let's get on with the show we'll be back this is your boy Chris Conscious, and you're now logged on to cypher on the block right here on speak music radio let's go Alright guys, we're back. Man, today we're talking about the Kobe Bryant death, which is a very, very tragic, tragic, tragic situation. Um, uh, Obviously, we all know that on, on Sunday he died in a helicopter crash with his daughter and a few others that were on that plane going to a, um, a basketball uh, camp to speak and um, to coach it, it it's it's pretty a tragic thing because Kobe has done so much for the community now I'm gonna be honest I know y'all can go back and look it up for me <laughs> I used to be a Kobe hater um, and that's only on basketball because you know you kind of put Kobe up there with Jordan you know I don't believe anybody can be up there with Jordan but I will also I did also uh, agree that he is one of the greats he's just not Jordan status uh, um, it's like I hit on LeBron a little bit too because he's not Jordan status even though people are trying to put him there uh, Jordan's just Michael Jordan's just one of those uh, them flukes of nature that only come around every so many decades I would say but um just giving that little Michael Jordan toot there. But uh, we're talking about Kobe, right? Um, I, I do respect his game. Like, one of the things I really loved about Kobe Bryant was the fact that he was not only a grinder. And, and I'm not saying uh, a grinder in a sense where he's always... Um, I'm not thinking about the idea that we think in the hood. Like, oh, we got to always hustle, 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 hustle. I'm talking about he always... He's always moving. He's always shaking. He's always making the right decisions, the right deals. Um, after his basketball career, he started doing some things that impact the community. And um, 
and you can tell he wasn't really doing it for the fame and the glory and this is what i really liked about it because you know the funny thing is i follow i follow basketball somewhat but also i follow more what people do like uh, i look at the things that lebron is doing i look at the things that um in sports that uh, uh what's the, what's the boxer's name uh um May mayweather is that his name yeah mayweather is that his name <laughs> mayfield mayweather that's funny we forget folks name but i kind of follow what they do like the things that they do outside of their sports career and you know some people have it where it seems like they're just doing it for the glory because uh some publicists told them or because this is just what you do when you you get money you want to look like you're uh being a man of the community uh Kobe had an authenticity to what he did and and it showed in some of his speeches and how he would talk about uh, um, where his priorities are lie. He was not comfortable. He was not satisfied with just this. He always said, OK, once I meet a go, I got to go for the next go. One of the reasons why he joined the Lakers was because the Lakers was a team that 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 had the idea of championships or nothing. And that's a mentality that Kobe had. And he not only had that in his game and um, not only had that as he was um, playing basketball, but also in business and also in his community goals and, and the things that he done with these the basketball camps and the games and how he dealt with his daughters. You can see it how he dealt with his daughters, man. Uh it it hurt it really hurt my heart when I saw that Kobe um daughter was on there as well. I mean I was I mean I feel two times away. I was hurt that she died with him. Um, and I know that does that sound insensitive? I don't think that sounds insensitive, but uh, I was kind of hurt because I, I thought about how uh, his wife just lost two of them. But also, it shows. Here's the good, because I said earlier that you can find good and um, you can learn lessons. His daughter was with him. You know, you don't have a lot of fathers who who keep their kids with them as they're doing their business and as they're they're. Um, doing um uh going through life and 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 doing businesses and doing their business deals and stuff like that but his daughter was always with him and you saw that he, he, she was with him everywhere and we saw that in the news we saw that in um and 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 at the games and everything she was always there and and i, I really love that about how he took that serious another person that does that is uh uh Kevin Hart, he's he's always with his kids, even though he's out there grinding, grinding and doing what he's doing. He always comes home. He always makes time for those kids. And, and I really love that about uh, um, these type of uh, people like Kevin Hart and um, Kobe Bryant. It was uh, obviously there was nine people that died in that crash. And and like it is just tragic. So, you know, the world is dealing in in, in the morning. And, and, and here's the thing. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about how. Well, how is all these people crying and all these people feeling something? Well, I don't even know this guy. They never even have a conversation with this guy. And and, and this, it, it made me think this is a testament of the impact of what he has done for the fact that there are people who have never met Kobe and people who have never had to experience the being in his presence, felt his heart, felt 
the person he is by the things that he's done in life and by the impact that he made in, in, in communities abroad. And and I thought that was interesting how like um because I heard the news I was obviously at church. We I was um on a worship team, um serving on a worship team at my church and and we were just got off a of stage in the back and it was like, did you hear that Kobe died? And I was like, wow. And a couple of musicians were sad to almost brought tears, you know? And, and I thought that was like, it made me really think like, yo, his legacy impacted people who have never met him. Like what kind of man is that? Like <laughs> there's not many people who 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 can touch people on a level where it's metaphysical like that where it's it's not even i met you i've sat down with you i helped build you no i don't even know you and and the funny thing was obviously i told you guys earlier i was used to be a kobe hater but i was like when i when 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 i heard the news i was just kind of like wow i was sad like i didn't cry or anything but it impacted me. It hit me. I was just like, wow, that dude. And, and, and it was because I started thinking about all the things that he was doing in the community for people and people that depended on him and people who looked up to them, the, the people who he he, he, he impacted and the, the things that like he was on his way to a basketball camp to inspire, to, 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 to speak and implant into some young people. And, and that made me go like, wow, that man's life was cut short. Um, and I'm just like, I, I couldn't believe it. So it made me start thinking about grieving and, and, and the what is it that we're supposed to glean out of tragedy like this, like death, you know? And tra tragedy has a way of obviously bringing us to an emotional uh, uh, standpoint where sometimes we feel like, oh my God, like the world has ended. But it also has this other side to it that helps to push and impact and ignite something in us under it shows us how short life can be and one of the things that i've learned from just kobe like and mind you i didn't realize i learned this from kobe until he died and this is funny because you start thinking about like dude like he's one of the people that i said if that man can do that then what is it that I can do? And seeing that he's now gone, it made me feel like, am I doing enough? Am I moving and shaking? Am I, am I walking in my purpose? Am I moving in the things that I know I want to do? Am I leaving a legacy for my kids? You know, am I impacting other kids? Uh, what, what is my influence? What is my impact doing right now? And for the, who's going to cry for me when I when I die? Is it just going to be the people who know me or love me? Or is it going to be people around the world? And what type of impact do I want to have? You know, and this is what this made me really think about. And these are the takeaways from this. I believe that we should kind of embody. Um, and mind you, this kid's close to home. So in the next segment, I'm going to kind of tell you guys my story and how I came to 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 
to this real realization even before this because I, I dealt with some um tragedy myself so um we'll be back after this and i'm gonna come back with that story the question of the day how has tragedy impacted you have it impact you negatively or positively and how did you embody that negative or positive influence as a result let me know right here in the comments please 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 comment like subscribe as always share this with somebody i want to see your answers in my in my comment section i want to hear these things i want because you know i want to come back on some of these topics and talk about these topics again and even highlight some of you guys's answer um this is actually a uh, this question is very i think a very important question for society because we all deal with tragedy and we all deal with uh especially death because people die every day and, and and some people get through it some people don't and sometimes your testimony and your 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 ideas can help somebody and impact somebody to do better in their lives dealing with tragedy so we'll be back after this and we out here hey guys it's Tiffany from flying fit and i'm here with your quick fit tip for the week best results incorporate resistance training into your healthy living routine <laughs> i'm just playing guys but seriously i know you're wondering what is it and why would i do it resistance training is simply working against some type of force that resists your movement and you would do it because of the benefits that include increased bone density prevention of muscle loss and age-related injuries on top of improved brain function balance weight management and physical appearance which builds confidence and the best part is you can do it any and everywhere with any and everything such as at home school or a park with free weights weight machines resistance men or body weight but don't wait all right guys this has been your quick fit tip for the week for more info just like this check me out on instagram miss tnt underscore flying fit and remember good health is wealth so live wealthy we are now down to the love lesson of today and um I'm not too folly, folly with this love lesson because this love lesson is coming off of a show uh, that we're talking about death. Here's my love lesson for today. Um, spouses, not even just spouses, people who are in relationships, girlfriend, friendships and all this. Try your best to have more good moments than bad moments. And here's why I say that. We can spend our lives in in negativity. We can we 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 we're we're inundated we're inundated with stress all day. We're inundated with 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 uh negative emotions, people yelling at us, driving, people people not uh, uh, doing what they're supposed to do Our kids acting up Just we can be inundated there, There's days we can be inundated With negativity And that ultimately impacts The relationships we have with people Especially the ones that we love The ones that we live with And the ones that we connect with and Especially our most ultimate connection Which is our our spouse Or who we are in a relationship um, So try not to let Those negative things impact you 
the moment where you have more negative moments in your relationship than you have positive um because we don't know how short life is we we don't know from the day to hour what's going to happen tomorrow the next minute you know you can walk out of the house and, and 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 get i'm sorry this is sad but you get ran over by a car so Sometimes you got to think like, what type of moment do I want to have today? What type of moment do I want to have with my spouse? What type of moment do I want to have with my kids? What type of moment do I want to have with my girlfriend or my boyfriend? Do I want to have this drama? Do I want to have all this? Do I want to have all this extra mistrust? Or do I want to have trust and, and, and good moments where we enjoy, where 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 we can always reminisce, reminisce on something that just made us both have joy together you know because when that person passes on if that person passes on before you what do you have left do you have memories of 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 negativity or do you have positive memories and for me i want to have positive memories so again think about this when you go home today and you, or whenever you go on a date or whatever you're going through right now and while you listen to the podcast whatever stress you're dealing with when you go home when you get ready to go home think about what type of of day do i want to have how do i want to greet my spouse and make that moment the best moment every day make those moments the best moments you could possibly have and that's the love lesson of the day all right, we're back on this topic. We're talking about death. And I, and I kind of want to tell you my story. This is kind of going to mess me up a little bit. But I'm going to try to keep my my emotions in check as I tell you the story. Um, in the last past year, um, 2018, 2019 has been a rough year for me and my family. My brother, my sister, my grandma, my grandpa. Um, I'm fortunate to have... Um, my grandma and grandpa still alive um, on my mom's side, um, but I'm not fortunate because I lost my mom and my dad in uh, within a year of each other. Um, my mom passed in uh, August of 2018, and my father passed um, in May of 2019. And when I tell you th- that has been the hardest hardest year I've ever had and 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 here's the funny thing about about it like it seems like you can get one tragedy or two tragedies and then knowing that you have this like life says I'm gonna pile a little bit more on you you know I had some things that happened in my life that I wasn't even ready for because I was dealing with that you know and it just popped up and I had to be ready for it so I didn't even have time to just like really like dig into my grief but i did have my grief moments now i don't i know all y'all psychologists that are listening to me right now i'm not saying that i didn't have a chance to uh to grieve and i didn't i did have the chance to grieve and had a chance to ruminate on on the fact that i lost both of my parents um i happen to be one of those people who who believe in get up and keep going you know it's okay to cry it's okay to have a moment it's okay to feel a certain way but i get up and keep going so i'm gonna talk about that a little bit later but so my my mom uh had been dealing with um sarcoma for some years like uh she would get these benign tumors that would pop up every once in a while um 
and uh, over the years that I've uh, that I've known, and um, she's got a couple of removed before. They were benign. They weren't cancerous. They weren't aggressive or anything. And then this last stent, uh, and uh, there were some things with the doctor with that whole situation that did not make sense, and it didn't make sense to my mom. So we weren't able to to you know do what we needed to do to get it handled, and. It, that that's a whole nother thing because I'm I'm still kind of mad about that, <laughs> you know. So this last stint with uh, sarcoma, the, it was very aggressive. It it grew. It went from being a small lump to being this big, huge tumor within three months' time, and and as we were scrambling to try to find somebody who can help us with this problem you know my dad is breaking down and my dad is just he he couldn't handle so i had to take off for work for uh for a time um and go back to wisconsin to help you know um the last time i went back uh was the week she died um um i was trying to get her down into um uh this hospital down in texas who specializes in cancer and uh, sarcoma is very rare it's actually i think it's specific to a blood type um and my mom had one of those rare blood types so specific to her blood type uh, from what i understand about it and it's very rare form of cancer so it's not well studied um so i was trying to get her to md anderson down in texas um and but she was too far along she could not travel um and obviously, and then we ended up getting her into cancer center in Zion, Illinois, which what I'm going to say, I know they're not paying me for this, but that hospital was amazing. The doctor was amazing. Um, I just, I couldn't believe the service. They, they were accommodating. They, they went through everything. I mean, when I tell you, even though it was too late, they were trying everything, trying to find they were trying to find a solution to save her life and ultimately they could not save her life and the only thing they could have did was made her comfortable and it just once we got that news it it, it tore my dad apart uh and i watched my dad um i watched my dad uh fall apart sorry guys my computer's just doing what it wants to do but i watched my dad fall apart and Probably one of the most hurtful things that I can watch. Um, I watched a man that, to me, was strength. To me, was strong. Like my dad used to arm wrestle with us, and, and he used to roughhouse with us. You know, uh, teach us martial arts. This is this is this is my rock. You know, always was stern. Was always his, his, he always had that good strong demeanor. He he was the one that got me into debating, and he taught me how to debate by debating with me. And uh. My mom was the wisdom. She, I used to go with my mom everywhere. Uh, every church she preached that I was playing behind her. Like I was mama's like right right hand person when it came to that. And I was just always there with my mom. I love my mom and I love my dad. Like obviously we we got things that we don't like and we do like. And there's some things that I've learned from them. The things I learned not to do and some things I learned to do. But all in all, like my parents have always been 
strong my mom loving kind and what i loved about my mom is she was holding this tumor that was sucking the life out of her like literally every time she would get blood transfusions and this thing would just drink up the blood it was just kid you not her last transfusion it drunk it up so it she went from being full bodied and and, and in her mind to she got a blood transfusion and sucked the life out of her the thing grew and I was just like, oh my God, I, I couldn't take it. I was about to, but anyways, my mom was, I can't think about it cause I'm trying to hold back my tears here. <laughs> but my mom was uh, that wisdom and she she imparted some things into me and and before she, and, and I'm telling the world this because what she said to me was very important to why I'm able to continue to go on and why it I did not break down to the point where I was grieving for a while like a long while um she had already prepared me for three months before this this thing took her life and she was preparing me and telling me okay and if in fact that i'm not able to be healed and, and god takes her own she needed me to be strong she needed me to 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 be the rock for the family she knew that my dad wasn't going to hold up she knew that my sister wasn't going to hold up she knew that my, my brother was going to barely hold up and she said chris i need you to hold up i know that you can do that i put that in you um, and, and she said and there's, there's something that god put in you that you're able to deal with tragedy you've been prepared for stuff like this and and that messed me up and i was just sitting there like wow like i never thought about that because I, I do deal with tragedy i deal with adversity very well you know it's almost like i'm so used to adversity which i shouldn't be but <laughs> just like all right what's the solution and i'm always looking for the solution and she told me i need you to hold up because she needed me to be the rock for the family and and at the time i was like yo i don't know if i can do that like be the rock for the family like how you be the rock for the family? Like, I'm just Chris. Like, I'm I'm barely holding on to my faith. <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, like, I don't want, and then I didn't even want to do it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, let Andre and Rhonda do that. I don't want to be the rock for the family. And she told me to be the rock. And so I had to be the rock for the family. And that stuck with me because she said, no matter what happens, you don't stop. You keep going, you keep building, you keep moving, you keep meeting your goals. And this is what she told me. She said, you honor me by meeting your goals. You honor me by keep moving and keep going and keep pressing towards life and keep making your life better. She was the one that encouraged me to move to California when I didn't want to. This is like the 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 last state on my list that I will ever live in. But I, I'm here, you know. And I, now I know why I'm here, because there's a reason why I'm here. And fast forward after she passed away, you know, calling my dad and trying to keep my dad just up and up and up and like just watching him deteriorate. And, and because my mom was gone, making some of the worst decisions in his life, it, it was hard to watch because my dad was always the sound, sound mind. Like he was always like, hey, you need, hey, son, you need to, son, you need to uh, make sure, son, are you sure? I mean, I didn't like the way he did it. Every time I would make a decision, son, you gotta be careful. That's, that's what I know from that. Son, you gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. I'm like, be careful of what? Like all the millionaires take risk. I'm just saying, son, think about it first. Just be careful, you know? And and he 
that be careful did give me a sense of I need to be watching uh, as I took risk I was making sure that I was taking careful risk so I, I learned that from him and I, I learned the art of thinking of things in multiple different ways um, this was make this I think this is I believe this is what made me a good debater um, I believe that's what make me able to hear things like from CNN and from news you know I'm always talking political on my stuff but um seeing the news and able to look at things from two sides like understanding that they may be saying something but they're saying it because they have an agenda they're saying it because they have an agenda so i gotta kind of meet this in the middle here let me hear what they're saying and let me hear what they're saying let me see what makes sense you know um I learned that from my father we, and we used to debate the Bible and we would go through some things. He would teach me a lot of things. And then I taught him some things and, that he had questions. And like, it, it was just that good refining one another. Okay? And he died of uh, a massive heart attack in his sleep. Two of them. So I'm OK. I'm trying to hold this in because it's I'm sorry, Oof, man. But uh, let me finish the story. I'm trying to finish, guys. Uh, he died of, of two massive heart attacks in his sleep. Um, I, I was prepared for my mom's, but I wasn't prepared for my dad. And it, it hurt really bad, you know. So uh, I am really trying to hold these tears in. I need to tell the story. So just saying that because in light of, you know, Kobe Bryant, losing his life unexpectedly um and thinking about what his wife and his other kids are going through and losing their sister and like that has to be the hardest thing to ever deal with in any in, in any family it's losing somebody who's so detrimental in your life um losing your parent or using your sister losing a sibling like that, that's hard and and i even thought about like even with my grandma and grandparents my my my, my mom died before they did you know and actually they lost, my grandparents we lost an uncle before my mom so my grandparents were still alive to see two of their kids die like how <laughs> does that happen like i couldn't even imagine my daughter dying and i'm still here i'll probably faint i'll probably give up on life but uh <laughs> Probably, I don't know what I would do, but uh, just knowing that hurt, my my only thought can always goes back to what my mom's head was: honor us by keep moving, keep moving forward. Um, I know some of you guys are dealing with your own tragedies and death, and dealing with own family members that are gone. Um, but my advice and 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 my takeaway from it is don't stop doing what you're doing have your time to grieve grieve but you honor your parents by the very thing that they asked you to do whatever that is they asked you to do because they want to see just as they wanted to see you prosper and move forward and live a prosperous and happy life while they were here how much more do you think they wanted to do while they're gone you know so that that made me think like what would be my reaction to these deaths shall i hide myself in a room and cry and feel sorry for myself and 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 use 
my mom's death and, and, and my dad's death as a way to say I shouldn't do this and I don't want to do this and I just, every time something happens I just had a death shall I do that or should I just say I'm going to honor my parents by continuing to grow to being a, a good man to being a father to my daughter to being an uh, uh, uncle to my nieces and my nephews to being a good brother to my brother being a good brother to my sister being a good grandson uh, um, Holding up You know Just just continue to create tr Family traditions That will honor My parents And I chose that So What I'm telling you is In a time of death Choose to honor these people That we love And that we look up to By being the best you That you can be Kobe Bryant showed us that Kobe Bryant showed us you always got to continue to be the best you can be in what you're doing and how you do it. So you want to honor Kobe Bryant and his family and his legacy. Some some of you guys who, who are fans and, and stuff like that. Continue to be your best. If you want to honor your parents or, or whatever loved one um, that was significant to you that died. Continue to be your best. And honor them by keep going and not giving up. Hey, I'm back again. I'm neither Democrat or Republican. I'm just Christocratic. I just like common sense, y'all, in my politics. Um, today's politics, I'm, I'm going to be, I just want to talk a little bit about the idea, the ideal of the impeachment of, of the current president. Um, whether we like him a lot, uh, whether you want him impeached or where you don't want him impeached, this to me is not about whether somebody did something wrong. To me, this is about a society that is showing that we're moving into a phase where we can just say anything about somebody. And this gets into what I believe what the market of beast is going to be about. Um, I'm sorry to get um, biblical on you guys, but uh, no, I'm not even sorry about that. What am I talking about? Uh, but. This is the start of censoring the things that you say. It eventually get to the point where you can't even say Christ. And you'll be put in jail just for saying Christ. Just for saying something. This is showing you that we have a party system who wants to start convicting people when they don't like you. <laughs> just because they don't like you. They want to find something wrong. And the funny thing is, if we get to a point in our politics and in our society where we convicting people just because we don't like you. Oh, I don't like you, so I'm like, I'm going to call the police on you. I don't like you, so I'm going to keep calling the police on you until they arrest you. I don't like you. I'm going to go to court and say you did this so you can go to jail because I don't like you. We're heading down a path that we've been fighting so hard to get out of. And again, you don't have to like the president. But I put myself in his shoes. If I didn't do something, why is somebody else who wasn't there saying, you know, you did it. You know, you know, you did it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I just said I didn't do it. Then the person involved in it said I didn't do it. You know, then your investigation said that you can't find any proof that I did it. And it's showing that I didn't do it. Why are you still saying that? Like, who wants to be convicted for something they didn't do? Nobody. So why are we now endorsing that with our president? And if they can do that to the highest, highest person in our society, what do you think they're going to do to us? 
minorities, black people, people who are poor, people who, who don't have financial gain or the finances or the clout, the financial clout in this world. What do you think they're going to do to us? We got to stop looking at things through the lens of I don't like you or my feelings because feelings are fleeting. We know that. And we got to move to a society where we're continually, continually seeing things factual, seeing things based on evidence, seeing things based on truth. Because especially if those who prescribe to a, a Christian rhetoric or any type of religion, even if you're Islamic, um, and I'm not talking about radical Islam people, I'm talking about those who uh, aspire to any spiritual or religion that um, uh, conveys a spiritual uh, side to it, meaning we're supposed to be people of peace and people of proof, people that, that, that look at fact and truth. If we're about truth, then the truth of the matter, we shouldn't be going through this whole impeachment thing. Um, we can disagree with the president. We don't have to vote for him. If you don't like him, you don't have to vote for him. But we shouldn't ruin a man just because we don't like him. That's because all of us have stuff in our life. Every one of us. The Bible says he without sin cast the first stone, right? If he says that, that means if you're perfect in what you do, then go ahead. Go impeach uh, him. But if you're not, then what are you doing? You find no fault. Especially in this situation where there is no fault. Now, if he did it, you know, he doesn't deserve to be president. But it's, it hasn't been proven. So what are we doing? What type of society do you want to live in? Is that the society you want to live in where somebody can go and say somebody did something and they can go to jail? Then guess what? A lot of our black men will be in jail. A lot of our Latino men will be in jail. A lot of our white men will be in jail. This is not even about race. But if it is about race, how much more would we be put in jail because somebody said something? Because somebody claimed something. And because somebody got any emotions. Oh, he really did it. And he's. And we're supposed to believe them. So, um, this is my thoughts on it. Look, 2020 is here. We got to careful think about what type of society we want to have. Do we want to have a society uh, that's lawless, that 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 allows for people to be blamed and convicted without evidence? Or do we want to have a, a, a fair society that wants everybody to prosper? And that's my take. Thank you guys for joining me on this show. I really appreciate that. Kanda, make sure you like, like, and subscribe. All my social medias, that's Chris Conscious. That's The Wiley Life. That's uh, Speed Music Radio and also Cypher on the Block. You can find me on all of those. You don't have to subscribe to all, but I would like if you do subscribe to all. I have a Patreon account. That's Wiley Life at Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Wiley Life. Please go ahead and if you support my show, support my show. I also have a store. You can get t-shirts you can get mugs like uh you can get my filming <laughs> Woo! or you can get my we out here in the street shirt and then i have a lot of uh, other hoodies and stuff coming um i got my get big elite stuff if you guys are into fitness and workout very nice things that you guys can support the show by purchasing excuse me that was a nasty burp so hey i appreciate you guys and until next time we out here in these streets 
We out here in these streets.